BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Hey girl, hey! Welcome to Taste of Taylor, my weekly podcast. I'm your host, Taylor Strecker, of the live daily talk radio show, The Taylor Strecker Show. So here's the deal. On my radio show, we're like married up in there, okay? Yeah, like till death do us part. Or until you want a divorce. Totally up to you. But this podcast is where we date. Yes, you date me. You like, you get to know me. You try me on. You feel me out. And this is where I get to woo celebs, tastemakers, and influencers into falling in love with me. Anyone who knows me knows I'm like a professional social climber. And yeah, I wear that title like a badge of honor. But for real, my favorite part of being in the radio industry for 12 plus years is getting to meet interesting, inspiring, and exceptional people and getting them to talk about the pettiest things in the world. So if you love real talk with a touch of cattiness and a ton of laughers, then you're in the right place. I hope you enjoy this little snack. I am so excited for this. I've been waiting for this forever. Today I have the skinny confidential, aka Lauren Everett's Hey Girl. Hey. Hi. Oh my God. I am so happy to have you here. I am so happy to be here. I'm a little late. I'm sorry. Uber. Girl. It's all Uber's fault. Don't worry. I saw you post on Instagram uh, this whole meme about lateness. Was that for me? Uh, yeah. I'm time batching. I, I'm getting a spray tan right now on Instagram stories. <laughs> so I'm like, I hope she doesn't see this and think I'm getting a spray tan. <laughs> Girl, you are so amazing. Um, <clears throat> I've actually had a couple friends of mine that have been on your podcast, and you actually work directly with your company, Dear Media. Who? Jackie Schimmel. Okay, obsessed. Love her. I mean, we're friends in i.e. we're both friends with Stassi and she came on my podcast once but like to me that's friends she's amazing she's hysterical hysterical best sense of humor also um I saw recently you had my girl Heather McMahon on oh. die for her right wait is that like like your friend because I want I want to be friends with her in real life all day long I think that's another one where I could say okay. we had an, a podcast a radio show and a cocktail does that mean we're friends yeah that means you're friends and sometimes we DM she's incredible and we actually so we were at the Soho house and we met this douchebag and he was like I'm a musician I'm this I'm that and the other so she always sends me videos of him on Instagram <laughs> and so she sends me videos of him performing and it's truly <sighs> the most awkward thing in the world she's magnificent she, she's, she's gonna be a a hundred percent and she's so pretty and so approachable and so cool and she's engaged now she's engaged I'm so excited I love it so anyway you I mean you have a phenomenal podcast you have a phenomenal brand so basically when I have people on here I really want to dig deep into like from start to finish like childhood dreams like into when the career started was it a mistake was it intentional every detail I want to devour and also I feel like so many people now 
they also want to get into lifestyle blogging, Instagramming, a podcasting, the whole shebang. Obviously, we've got the Skinny Confidential. That's your overall brand. You have, I mean, everything lives there, right? So everything lives there. It's the it, that's the main platform. It started with the blog. Okay, so it started with the blog, and it's still a blog slash website. What, what would you say? Totally, it's still a blog. And then you have YouTube videos you put up every single week, which yes. is a lot of work. Oh my gosh, it's so much, work. girl, exhausting. And then um, you also, of course, have an amazing. I mean, you have podcasts. So you have the Skinny Confidential, him and her podcast, which I am so excited. I'm coming on. You're coming on, hundred percent. Anytime you come to LA, girl, you're coming on. I'm so it. I'm so no, it. I'm you're so excited. the easiest to podcast with. You're on. And I want you and your husband to adopt me. Okay. <laughs> He will a little he will lesbian baby. I'm so into that. <laughs> I'm down. I'm down. We like to do things that are off the cuff. Anything. Bring it in. I want it. I want it. And like you have this incredible brand. Your husband has this incredible business background. You guys like our power couple supreme. And recently, is it recently or was it like last year? It must have been last year. You launched Dear Media Network. That is not me. That is not me. It's Michael. I'm going to give Michael credit okay. for that. I definitely like. But well, don't you have a hand in it? I mean, I, I feel like knowing that your relationship through listening to your podcast, that you definitely like he doesn't really make a lot of decisions without you. I have an opinion. Let's let's say okay. that. OK, you know, I have an opinion, but he definitely that was that's his like crusade. He's doing all that. He has 30 women under him now. Unbelievable. And, and what a really smart cool. guy. He gets it. He does get it. He mm -hmm. does get it. And you guys have to meet. I feel like you would love each other. So tell me his background, because I'm so I want to know. I want to know, know it all. I want to know. So let's you know. Let's start with you. We'll get to him, how you guys met, your your meet cute or your cute meet or whatever they say. And then, I mean, girl, I think you're going to have to come back because I don't think we're going to get nearly, nearly Anytime through Anytime I'll come back. I, I, don't, don't twist my arm. I won't be late. How often are you in New York City? Would I'm you say you're bi-coastal? No, 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 no. Um, like three times a year. Not enough. Not enough, Michael. Not enough. <laughs> Like shit. Okay, we'll 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 settle this next time I'm in LA. Okay, so let's talk about. I know you started the Skinny Confidential as a blog, and I know that you were bartending at the time. So, how did you get a bartending job when you were an embryo? That's my number one question. I totally. <laughs> I, I started working in a restaurant when I was 14 years old. Shut up. So I would hostess, and then I cocktailed, and I I was like, I would always find angles when I cocktailed. I was like a killer cocktail service. Like you know, the Four Hour Work Week by Tim Ferriss. Yes. I feel like that's how I I did my cocktailing, and I just really figured it out. And from there, I found an angle to get into a bartending gig and when I, I think I was like 20 years old maybe <laughs> I think you're allowed if you're over 18 I, I yeah I, I don't know yeah 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 I bartended for like six years and it was the best school ever why because you just meet people and you understand people and you see mannerisms and you're able to interact and it's I went to school too but I would say bartending is the foundation I'm gonna say something I've said before but I graduated from college, but I think it's a huge waste of money. I think college is the biggest waste of money. I talk about this all the time. <laughs> now, if you're a doctor or a lawyer, like you have to do you, like yes. whatever you're doing. But for me, I think it's a complete waste of money, and I would have taken it back in one second. I didn't learn anything. So at what point you're bartending, and then you decided, I'm going to start this blog. It was like circa when everyone was starting a blog. I had to blog. She's still alive. Ooh. I don't know even how to access her. That's okay. <laughs> That's okay. I, I mean, listen. 
blogging, everyone's like, it's so saturated. It's so saturated. It's not saturated. Everyone has a unique perspective. Yep. And if you want to channel that on a podcast or a YouTube channel or a blog, that's fine. Like there's space for everyone. You're dealing with the world. Um, I launched the blog when blogging, uh, blogging actually wasn't cool. This that, was 10 years ago. That's why it's so fucking cool. It was like, no, no, everyone's like, what the fuck are you talking about? You're going to be a blogger. I'm like, no, you don't understand. I'm going to make this blog on the internet. And from there, I'm going to build other entities. A brand. Yeah, exactly. And, um, so you had a clear vision when you started. I had a really clear vision, but I was a really bad employee, like horrible employee, <laughs> the worst you've ever seen. In the back, drinking skinny margaritas, like in the bathroom, Ugh. sitting down on the toilet seat, just like waiting for time to go by. I was like really bad. So you worked at, uh, at Sir. <laughs> <laughs> Same with Stassi. Basically. Basically. <laughs> yes. It was like not a good employee. So the only op option I had was to either do nothing or to work for myself. So right. I always knew I wanted to work for myself, definitely from the beginning. So... I hear you and Michael talk about this all the time on your podcast, and it's all about how you just got to do. Even if you don't know, like you, like you guys have revisited a couple times. Normally, it's around like your 100 mark or 200 mark episode, but like you guys, when we first started doing this, we sucked. Our audio sucked. Like it was like we had so much to learn, and we just did it though, and that's the key to success is just do the damn thing. A hundred percent, because when you put yourself out there, the audience gives you feedback, and what ends up happening is the audience sort of grows your brand with you, and they become invested. Yes. And so- when they feel a part of that community, they, they've seen you go from, you know, I mean, I was like, I, from every, through everything and kind of come out of it and they, they get excited. Why do you think your blog resonated with your audience so deeply and why was it so successful? I think that, well, I have a long way to go. I mean, that's very nice of you to say, but I, I think that I am what you see is what you get. I'm the same person that I am in person and on my blog. I'm not just someone that wants to take pretty pictures in the street. I think there's a lot of influencers out there that aren't providing takeaways and value. Mm -hmm. And I think in this in 2019, if you're not providing your audience with value, I, I don't think they're going to hang around long. So what's value and what's takeaway? So like, okay, let me give you an example. So if I post a picture of my hair from behind, it can't just be like at the salon heart emoji went blonder. There has to be, <laughs> there has to be like tangible takeaways that someone can read in my caption where they can apply it to their own life. So like I would write at the salon covering my gray hairs, but that's funny. That's Hashtag a takeaway. By the, way, aging. by the way, that's funny. <laughs> Educate, entertain, inspire. Okay. That's entertaining. And, and that's what you are. You're an entertainer really. Yep. So that's a takeaway. Do you know what I'm saying? The, the picture in the street with like hashtag fashion looks or whatever. It's it's just not enough anymore. It's not enough to just be a pretty influencer. Do you think we're gonna see kind of the beginning of the end, maybe the extinction of that breed of influencer? I think that you're going to see the engagement gr go completely down. And I think the people that are continuing to provide value are going to grow exponentially and slowly. What I've seen a lot of is astronaut syndrome. Ooh, ooh, ooh. A I like the sound of astronaut syndrome. Tell me, tell me. I don't know it. Astronaut syndrome is uh, astronauts that go to the moon. They're known to come back and get depressed because you've been to the moon. Like, what else are you going to do? Right. With influencers, there. When Instagram launched, there's was all these influencers that immediately rose to a million, two million, three million, four million followers. Yep. Well, what that did is it actually is a disservice because when you rise that quickly and you get that much attention so short and it's not an exponential slow growth 
it it, it kind of starts to make you depressed. Yep. So my whole thing is like, okay, I'm just going to take one step at a time, like be patient, really grow strategically instead of just like how many, how famous can I get right away? It's like Vanilla Ice. Yep. You don't remember Vanilla Ice? Oh, yes, honey. And now he's like, I don't know, working with the Amish. Oh, yeah. I mean, you you want to you wanna do it strategically. Yes. And you want to you connect with the audience and you want to provide takeaways. It's, it's definitely, it's like baking a cake. It's a recipe. But you don't bake your cakes. <laughs> <laughs> I actually buy them from like Rite Aid and put yeah, frosting on top and put like fake flowers on top. It's I what, gotta go. You call it? Yeah, girl, I know you. I took my research. Fake cake. I'm a fan. Fake cake. <laughs> Fake cake. So you have this blog. When you're, when were you like, whoa, this is the thing? That's my number one question. I as I go back and listen to all the podcasts, I always go, what's the thing? But it is. It's like when were you like, shit. This is like real life. Well, I would ask you the same question that never. I bet I don't you know. would say. <laughs> I don't never. Know. That's what I would say. There's not an epiphany when you're right. growing so slow and you're putting in the hours day after day. There's no day I woke up and I was like, wow. This it's never been like because that. You have fucking tons of Instagram followers. You're one of the highest rated podcasts in all of but the been podcast for world. ten years. So I it's know. like there's not been an epiphany. It's been a really slow build for me. I get it, girl, and I respect that so much. You know, in Imposter syndrome is something that we talk about a lot on the show. And it is like something that anybody, it's like the most successful people will be waiting around for everybody to wake up and go, when are they going to figure out that I don't deserve this? Even though we do, we worked hard, but that's like a true sign of success is imposter syndrome. So I guess if you can't claim the moment when you were like, oh, damn, we've got this thing going, then you're probably suffering from imposter syndrome, which is essentially a really good thing. Yes, yes, totally. I think everyone feels like that. I mean, I always say like I am not inspired 80% of the time. I'm just not. There's there's 20% where I'm a freak and I'm like all over the place and creative, but the other 80%, I, I I have to kick my own ass. So I can relate to that. So so let's talk about high highs and low lows because I feel like we're probably on the same wavelength when it comes to this like industry and what we've been through. We've been in it about the same amount of time. You know, what's been your highest high and what's been your lowest low? It, within my business or within life? Let's say business. Okay. Um, business, my highest high. Ooh, probably like probably writing a book because it was so so much labor that to write that and finally like Oof. give birth to it and put it out there was a big deal. Um, I don't know, launching a podcast with my husband. I really don't have like something that's in my head that's like, oh my God, this this was like this huge thing. It's everything has been so slow built. There it's hasn't been one big thing. One culmination of, yeah. of everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, low lows. Um, like, did you ever think like, I have to give up on this or like, I can't. No, like, I've never thought that. Oh my I, God, that's not an option. That every is not day a... of my life. Why? I know I'm such a negative Nancy. <laughs> I'm realizing. You, you're so you're so good at what you do. Girl, I need you to move here and to adopt me. I need your energy around me. Why? You... Maybe because I'm a New Yorker? <laughs> I don't really know. It's because I'm a lesbian. No. <laughs> I'm just I think that story is so cool. I was listening Thank to that you. story the other day. You did you. You did what Whew. worked for you. Girl, it was cray cray. Yeah. But I came out better on the other side of it. I don't know though. I definitely like, I just... I think that that's actually like that's what I hear in you because I really I have you on such a pedestal and actually to meet you you're even cooler than I expected which is in, literally nice. impossible that's from where nice. I ha I ha was holding you but I do feel like you know you're very you guys have an aspirational life you guys have very like positive forward thinking you have you give good advice for success you're confident you got your shit together and so I here I am listening to you guys being like oh my god like how do they have it all together and maybe do you think that there is something to be said for like 
a frame of mind or mind over matter. I don't have it all together. And I've never then actually. tell me where you don't. I don't have it all together. <laughs> and I've never talked about this on a podcast, but when I was 18 years old, my mom killed herself. So, oh so getting through that gave me so much resilience. Yes. So like when you go through something like that, at such a young age. And my sister was 13. You, you, you develop this thing where you, you, nothing else like phases you when you've gone through that it's like what 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 else can happen when you go through the darkest time ever yeah and i'm i'm sure that you have had dark times too when you go through these dark times yep. it's like what what more can happen and so you know from that my sister developed a heroin addiction for 5 years that completely tore my family apart and wow. it was just it was just like a lot of um turmoil i'm so sorry chaos it's okay though because i really look at it like, I feel like with a, something like that, you can either play the victim or you can allow it to fuel you. You have a choice. You do have a choice. And so for me, instead of being like, oh my God, poor me, this happened, so I can't do this. I said, okay, this happened to me and I'm going to use it as fuel and it's going to propel me forward. How did you take something so tra tragic and then something in addition to that? That's so difficult. But how did you not just wallow in a deep depression? Because I feel like that would have been my route, if I'm being totally honest. Well, it's not your route because you've been through two gnarly things that True. I've heard you talk about. And Divorce you come was gnarly. the other side. Fired was gnarly. But you had to go through all that shit to get to where you are now. Yes. And I guess when I'm met in with, when I met with those challenges, I'm just in survival mode. It's one foot in front of the other. And so what, that's what you were in. You were in ultimate survival mode. It's just like, were you also, would you say you were distracting yourself with productivity? I definitely. I think that um, I, I interview a lot of um, successful entrepreneurs, and it's funny. I say, why are you so driven? And they all say the same thing. It's to prove themselves. Yep. And that is totally for the last eight years. It's been to prove myself. Mm -hmm. But it only serves you until a certain point. Let us let me ask this question. Are you proving yourself to someone specific, to yourself, to a group of people, or just in general? I think to myself. I want to prove to myself that I can get through the other side. And when I was 18, I just made a really conscious decision that I was going to allow this to fuel me. And I remember making that decision. And once I made that decision... Um, I, I think that that it just that the way it worked out was that I was going to do everything and anything I could to propel forward. But like I said, it gets you, you know, it's gotten me through eight years and then stuff comes up and then you have to find another reason to keep going. And like Tony Robbins always says, I love Tony <laughs> Robbins, but he says you you have to have contribution. And okay. I think that that's what that was missing. So when we started the podcast two years ago, yep. I felt like. It was more contributing, like bringing all these different experts on and, and having them provide value to the audience. So that's like all, like I always want to continue to provide takeaways to the audience that they can use in their own life. How do you select and pick who's going to get to be on the podcast? Like what was it in the very beginning and what has it evolved to now? It's, it's been what, three years? Educate, entertain, inspire. If you're, if you got to be funny, witty, or, or like so smart or, yep. um, fuck, I don't know. You have to be, um multifaceted I don't know I just want I want interesting people I don't give a shit how many followers you have I really don't you could have 200 followers if you're interesting that's who we want on that is so refreshing and sadly in this day and age so rare 
Yeah, I think I hope that that changes. I do too. Yeah, because I feel like you you have to get interested and curious in other people, and that's not always going to be someone with a million followers. Okay, Chica, it's time to take a quick break to talk about one of our sponsors. I'm so excited. I mean, I've been a fab fit fun girl for years, and finally they're coming to the podcast. I feel like a part of the family. So their 2019 fab fit fun spring box is officially available for presale, and I'm telling you, they sell out in like. The snap of a finger, so you should get on board sooner rather than later. Girl, it's time to treat yourself with amazing items like you need a robe. There's one in this box or cute new mini backpack also in this box. Do you love discovering new products? Are you a beauty and fashion maven constantly on the hunt for the next big thing? Then you must try FabFitFun. So FabFitFun allows women everywhere to discover new products as well as including rave review must-have brands that you know and love. It's like Christmas four times a year. I have been using FabFitFun for, I'm going to say, like years now. And I am obsessed with it. I mean, the fashion, the home decor, I use everything. If you follow me on Instagram, you will literally see I have this like gorgeous jewelry tray. I literally use it every day to put my earrings down when I go to sleep. I have an amazing face mask that has like this like cooling gel in it. Oh, it's so delicious. And in this box in particular, in this spring box, they have some amazing stuff, you guys. They've got this meditation aromatherapy diffuser i'm like yes queen i'm done spending all this money on these candles they just burn away um also i told you i love this robe it's like this kimono style floor printed knit robe and it has a belt with it and it has a high low hem i'm living in it living for it wearing it right now i'm never taking it off Okay, so for those of you who don't know what I'm talking about and aren't on board yet, FabFitFun is a seasonal subscription box delivered four times a year with full-size beauty, fashion, home, fitness, wellness products for just $49.99 a box. And FYI, they're full-size products. They're not messing around with samples. And every box is guaranteed to have over 200 plus in retail value and this box for spring for 2019 is actually more like about 350 dollars so what are you waiting for sign up for fabfitfun today i'm telling you these boxes always sell out go to fabfitfun.com to sign up and start getting the box for a life well lived use promo code strecker to get ten dollars off your first box that's over two hundred dollars for only 39.99 again go to fabfitfun.com and use my code s-t-r-e-c-k E-R to get $10 off your first FabFitFun box. And now, back to the podcast. Do you think that there's going to be some sort of a burst in the social media bubble at some point? No, I don't even think we've gotten started. I, I think I think the words saturated and burst are like such, everyone keeps saying those two words. Mm-hmm. And the truth is the space, I mean, that's like saying when, when movies started, that there was going to be a burst. And when did movies start? Like, like I don't even, uh, 50, 60, I don't know how many years ago. I'm going to say like probably like silent films or probably like what, the turn of the century, the yeah. World's Fair? I don't know. All I know is I was in yeah. Meet Me in St. Louis and that's my perspective on history. <laughs> <laughs> like, Listen, literally. history's not my strong suit. Don't come to me for history. <laughs> but when movies started, if people were like, oh my God, this is going to burst. And you know what? <laughs> Sorry, there's no space. This is saturated, actually, in the first 10 years of this. I mean, Angelina Jolie, like, like all the people that are movie stars, this space is not saturated. It hasn't even started. I love when you also say that the, the space is here for the world. Like, that that sends a message to me that you're, all, you're like, everybody can eat at the table. There's plenty of food to go around. So what do you think about people who are, like, cutthroat and vicious and competitive in this business? 
there there is a lot of people that are cutthroat and ruthless for me i'm not a networker like i i'm and you know i my michael gets mad at me for this i'm not like a cocktail schmoozer like i, I don't want to take a picture with 10 influencers and like tag everyone it's just like not my thing that if it is your thing that's that's your thing that's yep. fine bless um i think i think that it's important to stand out from the crowd is what i would say you know, mm-hmm. I, I don't, I'm not in high school anymore. You know, I'm a grown adult. Thank God, girl. And it's like, I, uh, there's room for everyone. Everyone's different. Everyone has a unique perspective. Mm-hmm. It's just sometimes like this business can be weird. Yeah. And what do you think makes it weird? Is it like, <laughs> is it like the business people aspect side of it? Is it the talent side of it? Is it just all, is it everything just mushed together? Yeah. I think that there is definitely a, um, pushback on influencers like Mm -hmm. but for me I feel like I'm in on the joke you know the thing I love about the Kardashians is like they're in on the joke they they know they 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 are they're in on it they are and like I feel if you're I'm I get it I get why people talk shit about influencers you know it's it is it's a it's a weird thing right God, I fucking love it. I <laughs> I think it's goals. I worship at the temple of influencers. Totally. It's weird. It's a weird business. Um, and I think that that brands at first didn't want to pay influencers. Yes. The way that th- that I've been approached over the last ten years, I could tell you stories. They, it, people just think they can just have access to your you know, audience and community that you've built for free. Yep. Now, if it's something I like love and I want to talk about, no problem. But when you approach me and you ask me to do 20 different things for you for a free t-shirt, it's just, it's not respecting what I do as my craft. Not at all. You know? And it's just. Honey, we're beyond the barter system here. (laughs) Please. The barter system's got to (laughs) go. So that's a weird aspect. Um, I think people are becoming more educated though in this space. I think people are starting to understand that this is a business. I'm not, I'm not taking a picture and posting a caption. I'm running a business. Exactly. And I think that. People don't really get it though. They still don't get it, which I guess means you guys are doing your job. (laughs) <laughs> right? Because if it feels authentic and like we're just looking at a bunch of your pictures, then I guess like you get an A plus 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 plus. It needs to be seamless. You know that as a podcaster. Like it's, yes. it's, it's it, and I'm sure when you, you would go on your morning show for four hours. Four hours at the peak. Oh, that is the gnarliest thing I've ever heard. I was, I was telling my husband that that is so gnarly. I was a shell of a human being when I would leave. And that was the thing is right as I was doing that, social media popped up. And then people were like, you got to get better at social media. And I was like, I'm giving my soul for four hours a day. I I've got nothing left to give. And so in learning audio, the way that I was doing it in radio, now my show, my regular show is two hours, which is like I could do it in my sleep, you know. But I do feel like that is, I I kind of just, I forewent the social media aspect because I was trying to give so much in terms of audio. And now I look at my numbers on social media and I'm like, I made a mistake. I should have half-assed on the radio and give it 150% on social media. Yeah, but but now you know that you are, you're growing your own platform and you can put all your energy there and it's not too late. I mean, and you have such a strong community. I love to hear it's not too late because I feel like that's what people always say. It's like, it's too late. Oh, it's, well, it's, it's gone. It's, it's, gone it's past it's over i just don't understand that it's like the restaurant business if someone opens a restaurant in in san diego can they not open one in new york it's <laughs> unbelievable i don't understand when people say that i think it's because people are scared of what they don't understand a lot of people don't understand social media and so they want it to go away so that they don't have to deal with it anymore totally but it's like exactly it's here it's like cable and hbo like it's not going away it's just gonna keep grow grow grow, yes, grow growing. it's coming from fear what do you think what would, what would you say your favorite social media platform is can you pick because you're on it all 
Um, I definitely like the podcast the best because I, I like that it has nothing to do with the way I look, to be honest. Like, it's, it's Isn't just, it I can refreshing? Be in my sweats. I, like, I mean, you know, now I'm looking a little bit extra just because we need to get an Instagram picture. But normally <laughs> I'm like, I, I just don't give a f- Like, you, I can just, it's about the, the content of what we're saying and who we're bringing on. So that's r- a really interesting. Another thing about podcasting that I think people aren't understanding that's really special is that podcasting is the only medium. It's the only medium and really think about this, that respects the audience's time. So with Instagram, you're scrolling. Yep. Instagram stories, you're watching. YouTube, you're watching. Facebook, you're you're typing. Yep. Um, Instagram, you're looking at pictures, whatever it is. Blogging, you're reading. With a podcast, the audience can go get their nails done. They can cook. Yep. They can fold their laundry. They can take care of their kids, and they're learning while they're doing it. And yep. so for me, that really gets me off. It's it. I don't know why it. It. I like. It gives me chills to even talk about because it's like they get to do two things at once. It actually gives me chills to hear you say that because having been in audio for so long, like there is something special about our audiences for sure. And don't forget, it's the oldest form of entertainment. Think about it. Before television, people were listening to the radio as a fucking family. Again, things I've learned from Annie, the play. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> I love that play. But I really, I, it, it, and also there's another aspect to this where we're physically, especially now more than ever, we're in your ears. We're having ear sex with you, essentially. A hundred percent. And it's so intimate and it feels so one-on-one and it really is special. I'm so happy you said podcasting. That makes me like so excited. Podcasting is where it's at. And, and what's going to happen with Alexa is you're going to be in your kitchen in like a year and you're going to be making tacos and you're going to say, Alexa, play Taylor's podcast. Yep. And it's going to go right. Everything's going to voice. Everything. It's insane. Yeah. Uh, how do you feel about Alexa? You like her? Do you feel nervous about her? Uh, you know what? <laughs> I, feel, I feel like, to be honest with you, and Arielle's going to laugh at this, my energy is, like, so focused on, on everything I'm building. So stuff, and I'm not just talking about Alexa, stuff that normal, like, how do I just, I don't okay I don't know how to book an airline flight <laughs> I don't know how girl to, barely I don't barely. know I don't know I, how to too. do so many things that are like I should know how to do because I put so much energy into my business yep so with Alexa I'm like if Alexa's there great if it's some new thing great it's just I don't I try not to give it energy because it's like what you said earlier about your about your radio show like when you put four hours of energy into that you don't have the rest of the energy to give Mm-mm. you wake up with a thermometer of energy and you got to be really smart and wise about where you allocate the energy. Ooh, that's important too. How do you delegate and how do you set boundaries with people? I mean, you, you, I just was talking to, we had Tim Grover on who wrote an amazing The book. last podcast, right? It, the most recent one? Um, I think he had a stroke. We were talking. You guys no, that was Robert Green. He's Robert amazing. Green. He Robert amazing. Green is the smartest person I've ever met. Oh my god. Um, Tim Grover trains athletes like LeBron James and um, Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant, and he says the commonality between all of them is that they allocate all of their energy to their craft. And and I said, well, wow. th- that could be perceived as selfish because sometimes I feel I'm being selfish. And yep. he said, no, when you're building something like that and or whatever it is if you're a basketball player and you're going to be the best your family and friends are going to end up benefiting more from that once that's built right then if you were to just give them all your time and energy and not focus on building something that you love so Mm -hmm. that's the way I think you have to look at it you have to take your energy and put it where it's really going to count in the long run 
not the short term. Hey, 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 time for a quick break to talk about one of our sponsors, HelloFresh. Oh my God, I love you, HelloFresh. So I've been uh, using HelloFresh recently, and the only question I have for myself is, oh girl, why the hell have you waited so long? HelloFresh is a meal kit delivery service that shops, plans, and delivers step-by-step recipes and pre-measured ingredients so you can just cook, eat, and enjoy I love HelloFresh. I love their selection. You can choose from classic, veggie, and family. Also, each box is made up of fresh, responsibly obtained ingredients from carefully selected farms and high-rated trusted sources. It's kind of like going to a farmer's market, except the farmer's market comes to you. Also with HelloFresh, you're going to rediscover the excitement of cooking. I can make like three things on my own. It's like soup, egg, soup. (laughs) But with HelloFresh, you're going to look forward to knowing that you're going to get these recipes and they have these easy step-by-step instructions. And you're also going to be discovering new recipes that you would never, ever, ever dream before. I love it so much. Each recipe is simple. Even though it's like something outside of your wheelhouse for cooking, the recipes are simple, straightforward. They're so straightforward. They're outlined on a pictured step-by-step instruction sheet. I'm telling you too, as a New Yorker, I don't know about you guys, but grocery shopping is such a pain in my foot. I have to go to like four different grocery stores to get the ingredients for one meal. It's so uh, annoying. And then I also always end up cooking so much more than I need and it costs so much money. HelloFresh is the answer, my friends. And they believe that cooking should be simple and convenient, not a chore. Well, they make it happen. Oh, and let me not forget, you're not going to spend all night in your kitchen. The last time I made one of my mom's recipes, love you, mom, but it took me like an hour and a half. Well, guess what? With HelloFresh... The recipes take around 30 minutes. That's what I'm talking about. There are so many benefits of subscribing, so you can keep enjoying HelloFresh week after week. I'm telling you, it's a do-it-gal. So get out of your recipe rut and start cooking outside of your comfort zone by discovering new delicious recipes in each week's box. Take advantage of HelloFresh's special offer for 2019. Get $80 off your first month by going to HelloFresh.com slash T-O-T-80 and enter T-O-T-80. 80. Again, take advantage of HelloFresh's special offer for 2019. Get $80, $80, yes, that's a lot of money, off your first box by going to HelloFresh.com slash T-O-T-8-0 again, and make sure to enter that code T-O-T-8-0. Now, back to the podcast. Okay, so as you're seeing, that really resonates with me because I think I put everything I have into audio, but then I think that, well, I need to also have, you know, um, an extension on social media. But do you think we live in a time where you can just focus on one thing or do you think we have to be multifaceted? Ooh, that's a good question. I, I think that I think it's definitely different for each person. Like f- for you, if I were you, like I think you're so good at the radio and you're, it's, you're you. such a practitioner. Thank which you. is so rare, like the hours that you put in, you know, with the radio show and now you're a podcaster. For me, that like makes sense for your brand. Like I see you being like, a, you know, like Howard Stern. He's a perfect example of someone put yes. all his eggs in one basket. Yes. You know, I could see you doing like eventually like doing like a video show like he has where, where it's on video, but yep. you're still always going back to the mic. Well, we're sitting actually in when you see the whatever video footage uh, or pictures, we're actually sitting in what's about to become a video studio Love in it. the studio. Love so it. that's why Love it looks it. so crappy in here. No, it's, it's <laughs> definitely crappy. In here. And it's also so hot. Yeah. I mean, I think that you, I think what Howard did is he just took his one thing that he was so incredible and built different facets off of it. I don't think you need to be on YouTube and and yes. blogging and no, I think what makes you tick and thrive is talking on on a mic. And so use talking on a mic 
and allow the other mediums to come in through the mic, if that makes sense. It makes sense. It's yeah. my flow. It's yeah, the flow. It's your flow. Um, okay, so let's talk about your podcast, Skinny Confidential, him and her podcast. So you do it with your husband, Michael, who I adore. I love your dynamic. You are so adorably sassy to him, and he loves every second of it. He Oh, it like he gets a boner. He loves that. <laughs> he totally he loves does. It. Does he have a full-on bone on the entire time he podcasts? He loves it. I swear, people are like, you're mean to him. I'm like, you are so not mean mean to him oh please if if they think that's mean I'm like uh, maybe unfollow me because I I have a sass tongue (laughs) I I think that like that's it like him and it's like our thing it's our banter it's your shtick and I love it but I but I can tell it's also your shtick at a restaurant or at a party it's like it's you guys I I, you can't take him too seriously because we can't stroke the ego too much or else it will be like it will be out of control on the moon so you have this amazing brand in skinny confidential right and then your husband is an incredible entrepreneur and okay so when did you guys decide to start like fusing the two together and and joining forces and becoming a power couple i'm sure you didn't say to each other hey want to be a power (laughs) couple but maybe you did because i said that to my girlfriend i'm like we're not there yet we gotta fucking get there you are there yet (laughs) i'm so crazy Girl, I need you in my life. You every are day. hard on yourself. Oh, you have no idea. Why? Like when trolls come at me, I'm like, bitch, I said something ten times meaner to myself today. And I know you're very much into in like self-care and self-love. I need a little injection of that. Like, how did you even get into that place for yourself? I I, I feel like a lot of people don't like themselves. I mean, or maybe I'm just trying to look for There's stuff I don't slot. like about myself all the time. But again, this the way I look at it really is next time you're thinking bad thoughts about yourself, yes. you're wasting your energy that you could be using towards something productive. Like, I have a, a how scroll of things minutes? I don't like about myself. <laughs> yeah, like, you, oh, my God. Think about all the time that you've wasted saying negative things to yourself when you could be using that energy towards something positive. Yep. I, don't, I have stuff I don't like about myself, like a million things. So then how do you just, like, check it and disassociate from it? Um, that's a good word. Just, I, I detach. Yep. I, I'm very good at detaching. Just I think because of is, my childhood, I'm very good that at makes detaching. Sense. Yep. I don't know if that's a good. Thing. Honestly, my, I, I want to share this with you. My dad actually went through the same experiences you went through when he was 18. He had a parent that took their own life, and um, he channeled it totally. And he channeled that though. And he is so like he is such. A, he went to Harvard. He's a doctor. He's like the hardest working person I've ever met in my entire life. And I'm like so impressed by him and his work ethic. But he later on in life said i i detach and, and i and i channel it all into work so it actually if out of a negative it comes a, a huge positive you know totally that, that that's i i very much relate with your dad mm-hmm. very much relate with him um i think i think that there's this story of two brothers and so they grew up with a complete alcoholic father like horrible father that beat them and they grow up and one becomes this hugely successful person and i'm not just talking about money just successful in life yes. and the other one becomes um homeless and he's uh, using drugs and he you know alcoholic and they asked the two brothers they said you know why are you the way you are and the successful one said my dad and the homeless one said my dad, my dad. and it's like it's life is like all about the perspective of how you look at it. You have to pick how you're going to look at it. So am I the most like confident person that like thinks I'm great? No, but I just don't want to waste any second of my life. Like thinking negative thoughts when I could be channeling it, like I said, towards something positive. 
So can you go way like back or, or even recently and think of a time where like you could have gone negative and you identified it as a negative feeling and how you got yourself out of it? Because I feel like so many people listening right now, myself included, it's so inspiring listening to you and that positivity. And I feel like maybe it comes like, I don't know if it comes second nature to you or if you've just like, I don't know, developed some sort of line of defense where it's quicker for you to get there. But like for me, like hearing that, like it is so aspirational. It's like me like saying like, I'm going to get a Ferrari in a month not possible you know what I mean so like how did you train yourself training is a good word it's a practice it is a practice I think uh, um what I like to do is if I notice I'm doing something negative is I like to nip it in the bud okay like right away and an example is this I noticed that for the first three years of my business I was waking up and looking at Instagram Mm -hmm. and One day I woke up and I'm like, what am I doing? Why am I waking up and looking at Instagram? Yeah. This is setting the foundation of my day. Right. Looking at other people and this person's. And they're fake versions of their lives. What what am I doing? Why am I doing this to myself? So I decided and when I make a decision, like that's the decision is because, you know, Ed Millette was another person that we had on and he was like, if if you can't make a promise to yourself mm-hmm. then you need to like really reevaluate loyalty in your life in general wow the promise to yourself is the most important thing so when I make a promise to myself mm-hmm. I really try to hold that promise like it just for my integrity and so that I remember the day I decided I'm not going to wake up and look at my phone it's not serving me this is not good for the day and so I every morning wake up I have a routine that I do and it's the same routine every morning Arielle saw me do it today she literally, I'm, yeah, we're, in a, we're in a room that's literally as big as this cup. It's, <laughs> it's two inches and I still had to do the routine. And the, what the routine does is it offsets me looking at Instagram. Okay. So what I do is I, fi- I see the negative. I'm like, okay, that's the negative. Like I, sh- I shouldn't, I shouldn't be scrolling on Instagram. It's not making me feel good. Right. I identify it. And then I'm like, okay, what am I going to replace the negative with? So if you are having negative self-talk, and and I'm, I don't know if that's what it is, but whatever it is that's yes. making you upset or feel feel bad about yourself, you need to identify what it is and then make a system that's a routine that you do when that happens. So like for me, like I the second I wake up, I, I want to meditate for 10 minutes. And I know that sounds like, ooh, but yes. there's something about just sitting there before I wake up and just breathing and just I, I think when I meditate, I'm not like trying to like I, I like to think and just sit there. For 10 minutes. Okay. Do you like set a timer? Sorry to be so ridiculous. No, I'll, I'll give you every specific. I yes. have a headspace. I wake up, I put it on, and I like to sit up because if you lay down, you'll go back to sleep. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, for so sure. you got to sit up. And then when you uh, – this is so crazy, but um, – I had massive jaw surgery where they broke my entire face. I saw that picture on your Instagram. Oh, my God. And so I'm so weird about puffiness. So (laughs) even sitting up just gets your, like, lymphatic system going. Okay. So so I sit up. I listen to my headspace. I drink water. So I'm, like, doing five things at once. But it's positive. Yes. Not negative. And so um, I turn after 10 minutes, the headspace goes off, and I open the blinds immediately because that light just kicked – having the light on your face, there's something about it that makes you feel good. Yep. Um, I'll have to catch mine in the cab ride here. <laughs> no, you, okay, okay. Or you yep. can get a salt rock lamp in your house. What? That is, this, it does the same thing to your retina. No kidding. Yes, we have one in our house. It's amazing for depression and anxiety. Oh my I honestly, god! I, I have to tell you, if you feel any kind of anxiousness, it yes. is. I can't. I don't th- go read about it. It's like there's something ions in it. You just like look at it. 
you just I have it on. I have a nightlight in my shower. I have it on in my house like 24-7. Okay. It's really good. Getting it now. So, yeah, just get one like even if it's like you're brushing your teeth and it's on. Yep. That's light. I would consider that light. That counts. Um, And then I like to move. Do something that I'm moving. So I, I go I go in my pajamas and walk to get coffee. I don't give a fuck. I look like it's not it's bleak. I'm like put my huge sunglasses on and I walk to get coffee and why I'm walking to get coffee. I do look at my phone to turn on a podcast and it's something that's uplifting or um, educational. Like it can't be it can't be something that's um, like gossipy. It okay. needs to be something that's like going to set the tone of my day. Positive. And those things that is you know that's a half an hour in the morning. That half an hour has completely taken me off looking at what everyone else is doing, Mm -hmm. making me feel bad. You know, this girl over here looks like a Victoria's Secret supermodel while she's eating pizza. Like, I I don't, that's not like how I want to start my day. It's Uh -uh. just not. Do you limit your time spent on Instagram? I don't scroll anymore. I don't either. And Uh -uh. I actually feel like somehow I'm a selfish dick for that, but I'm just trying to keep my brain straight. And if it pops up, I'll like, like, I'll like it. Or if I go seek the person out. That's what I have to do. I have to have a list of people I seek out. Like, Friends or, you know, like like new friends or whatever, like Stassi in particular. She's like, bitch, you don't like my shit. And I was like, girl, I'm not looking at anyone's How feed. does she even notice she has 80 million comments and That's like likes? I, said to her. I don't know. Oh my God, she has her, she has like, her magnifying glass out. I love like, it. You never comment. And I'm like, I love you so much that if that is important, I will make an effort. So I do. And you'll see I'm probably like, I don't even like my girlfriend's pictures. Like that <laughs> is trackable because she doesn't have like a bajillion followers. I lim- I legit am not scrolling. But then I'm like, how can I not scroll and then ask people to follow me? And so I'm just like, I have like a mental disability. I can't enjoy Instagram. No, you. what you can do, what you can do is, um, okay, this is, this is kind of an, an off on a tangent, but there is this thing that influencers do called comment pods. Have you heard of this? No. Okay. So basically influencers, they, Ariel knows what I'm talking about. They go into 15 to 20 groups uh, or 15 to 20 people in a DM. Okay. And when they post a photo, they send it to each other and they all go and comment on each other's photos. So what it does is it ups the comments on everyone's photos. Now, if you're in like 10 groups, that's 200 comments. Damn. So these brands are seeing this and they think like they, it, it's, it looks good, right? Right. Okay. So like two years ago, I was approached to be in a comment pod and I'm like, okay, like what do I have to lose? Let's try this. Right. So I went in one and after two weeks I was exhausted. You're, <laughs> oh my you're God. commenting on, it's like cute, pretty, love it. Fire like, emoji. Uh, like, right. you, like get it girl, like whatever. <laughs> get it girl. And so I was like, I was like, this is exhausting. And here's another fo- fork in the road. I identified that this is like not the vibe. And I said, I can take this energy and I can put it into these comment pods or I can put it into my community. And I was like, I am going to, to stop the comment pod after two weeks, put it in my community and I'm going to follow my community and spend my time in my DMS talking to my, uh, the the people that have supported me Mm -hmm. and support them. Yes. And I switched it on his head. Deserve it. I'll spend more time answering DMs than I will yes. scrolling and looking and liking and commenting. So my advice is when you feel like you're feeling negative off like an Instagram or whatever it is, mm-hmm. go in your DMs and talk to the people and contribute to like their Amen. life and see what they're doing and go like their photos. And it's so appreciated. I mean, and the truth is, is no one would have a platform without the 
community. No. Let's talk about your community because your community is huge. It's like it's I rabid in a so good great. way. How when did you start to see that the community was and like I actually the way you talk about your community reminds me a lot of mine. It's like totally. Now it's like yes, you connected them, but now they're friends because of your show, because of your podcast, because of your blog, because of your everything. And they're connecting and they're do they have a name? Are they like they have like a like a like an identifier? They name themselves they're called skinnies. And which is so funny cuz the blog the skinny confidence has nothing to do with being skinny. Question: What is a skinny confidential? It's like get the juice. It's like get the get scoop. The skinny. Get the skinny. Get it's, the skinny. And everyone like skin. Um, nothing to do with being skinny. It's get the juice. Uh huh. That's the whole site is get the juice. And so they they name themselves skinnies. Uh, I know mine are little effers. Oh, I like the little <laughs> Do does the little effers have a secret Facebook group? They do. I need to join. What oh my it? god, it's uh, well, I have a couple. There's Strecker Nation. Okay, and then there's Taylor's Toaster. So then you know the Morning Toast. Yes. So they, we have a lot of overlaps. So they love you. They, I, I'm in the Toasters group. They're amazing. Yeah, they love you. They talk I about you all the time. Love them. They're so nice. And then there's some other ones that are. Mm. <laughs> The toasters. Oh, you, the, the toasters. Toasters in, are great. Wait, are you in? Taylor's Recreation is great now. Um, but there, I definitely, I would all say over the years, I've developed um some. I guess you would call them haters, but you gotta love your haters too. You gotta do haters. They, they gotta get haters. They really, you. They're. They, I mean, they're invested. Uh, and once you've heard it all, once they've said it all, it's like, what more can you say? Exactly. For me, it's like, I've how do you it. deal with it? Being such a positive person, how do you handle the haters? You clap back, Kelly Ripa style. You ignore. You block. What do you do? Uh, I do two things. I either, well, I, maybe I do three things. I don't give it energy if it's something that I'm just like, this is ridiculous. I just yep. don't even, I leave the comment. I okay. recently had a situation where I was engaged and I'm like, this is going nowhere. And the more I give it, the more it's like going left. And I just got to no tap out. Yeah, you got to tap out. Um, Or I'll do like a Chrissy Teigen tap back, some, or clap back, not tap back, clap back sometimes. I love to like, if it's if like Susan's commenting something weird, I'll, I love to like <laughs> use the name Susan. Like, not everyone can be as pretty as you, Susan. You know, like, <laughs> I love to do that. Um, and then sometimes if it's constructive criticism. Yes, which sometimes it is, and we we need that. Well, someone said, this is like when I first started podcasting, you say like too much. And yeah, I do say like, and I can, I can acknowledge that and say, you know, I'll, that's something I'll work on. I'll try. Right? I'm not, I'm not perfect. I'm going to say the word like a hundred times. It's just part of the, part of the gig. We all have verbal crutches yeah. and guess what? If you get rid of like, you will trade it off for another verbal crutch. Exactly. How you're right. You're right. And you, you're the master at that. So thank you for saying that. You are welcome. No, I, I definitely, I've struggled over the years. I would say anyways, that was one for a long I time. I like it. I like it. Like, I think bless is my new one or as I live and breathe. But that was some good exhausting. Ones, I need to get more creative. <laughs> I, if it's constructive criticism, then I respond in a constructive way. If it's something I need to, someone said the other day, please don't, don't Snapchat and drive. And why am I Snapchatting and driving? I totally shouldn't be fair. Snapped. Totally fair. If it's constructive, like I'll take it. I was actually Instagram storing and driving from New York to Boston over Christmas. That's safe. And I was about to post it. And then my, my sister, my new brother-in-law, my sister's husband was like, don't do it you're gonna get so much shit and i was like you know what you're so right yeah you and you and you have to be as an authority in the space you have to be like be cognitive and appreciate that sometimes you know you're not gonna always be right but we're people and we make mistakes just like all y'all I mean, constantly making mistakes. Like every single, like 50 times a day. No one's perfect. Like I don't, <laughs> sometimes when people message me, they're like, you know, that gum has like a Xanax. I'm, I'm like, I'm just trying to chew gum. Like, I don't know. <laughs> 
So back to you and your adorable husband. So oh, yeah, <laughs> I like tangents. I'm here we got for them. I, I live for tangents, FYI. They're my okay. favorite part of doing okay. audio. Okay. So how did you guys, like, how did you meet? What is your, I think it's called a meet cute. It's like your, your how we met story. We met when we were 12. Shut the fuck up. Yes, we met when we were 12. Um, He was literally four foot one. Hot. I was the same height as I am now, <laughs> five seven. He thought I was a substitute teacher. I had huge tits. <laughs> This is amazing. This is amazing. But he was so cute. Like he is so, he's so cute. cute. He was so cute when he was little too. Oh. Sometimes he's like, "You have a weird thing." I, no, he was like so. Oh, cute I said this to my little. girlfriend. She has two pictures of me by her bed, and I'm a child. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, sometimes I get nervous. <laughs> you like that What's so you know what's creepy is I love your girlfriend because I have two pictures of Michael next to my bed that's a child and like nothing else of him. <laughs> Same. I'm like, would you like me to go into time machine to be four again? I mean, certainly uh, I peaked at four. My hair was blonde. <laughs> my legs were so skinny. But, you know. <laughs> I did have a nice ass. Oh, the best. Uh, Baby asses are so adorable. Yeah. Oh, Michael was really so hot at 12. I know that sounds crazy. Oh, um, my God. No, but when you're 12, you're allowed to say that. <laughs> and this is not one of those stories where we've, like, dated since we were 12. We met when we were 12. We, like, dated until we were 15 years old. Um, I'm always like, he was my first blowjob. <laughs> That is utter romance. No, I'm serious. Being a late in life lesbian allowed me to be kind of like a born again virgin. So my girlfriend's the only person I've like, you know, done <laughs> stuff with. Same. That's cute. That's magical. That's magical. That's magical. <gasps> um, and so he, I went for an older guy when we were 15 and he like, he kind of always chased me throughout high school. And I was like, oh, Michael Bostick. Because he, we're in the same grade. Like right. I was with like the older guys. Share he dated. Yeah. I don't date high school boys. Yeah. I was I like, whatever. So we went off to college. He went to U of A. I went to SDSU. And then he just reached out and we got back together at 21. And I mean, we were together. We've been together for like 10 years. So you've built your careers like while together. Yes. It, so he, so I was a bartender when we first met. I had no money. I was living at my godparents for free. Um, and I really, like, I mean, no money. Like my bank account was getting declined at restaurants. Um, <laughs> Or my, my credit card, whatever. And, uh, and so he was, um, he founded a company with his dad called Jetbed, and they make uh, bedding for corporate and private aircraft, which is super niche. Damn. Different, like a very different business. Niche is very smart. Yeah, niche. Well, you're niching. Let's see it. Thank Got a niche. you. Thank you. Yeah. That I will say, I will receive you're niching. that. Yeah, yes. receive that. Thank you. You're niching. Thank you. Um, he, he did Jetbed, and he did that for 10 years, and he um, did a lot of internet marketing and, and stuff on online but he was not involved in the skinny confidential at all um for so that like, was your baby yeah that was mine and then after eight years we were getting these questions and people started to take an interest in him because when i had jaw surgery i flipped the camera on him i was so like despicable yep. and swollen that you were oh, it was so bad but i understand i mean you you looked like a different version of yourself it was it was it was bad so i flipped the camera on him and everyone started really liking him so after a couple years we're like how can we parlay this and do like a him and her thing and how can we answer all these questions that we're getting in one spot and that's when the podcast came up and that was i think two and a half years ago yeah. when it just started to get um this is before <laughs> 
This is uh, Stassi had a podcast. Stassi's yes. been an OG. Yes. Um, I mean, I remember Jack Schimmel was- had a podcast. Yep. You, I, I mean, you obviously. Uh, but I wasn't podcasting. I was stuck in the jail that was my former employment. <laughs> I'm gonna leave it at that. But I was you were content marketing. I wanted to so badly watching Stassi podcast. I was like, motherfucker, she's working for the five minutes a week. She's making so much more money than me. And I was waking up early, and I was on their schedule, and I had no independence and freedom, and really no say. And I remember thinking, like, I, every negotiation, I was like, I don't want more money. I just want to be able to podcast. And they were like, nope, 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 nope. And to their credit, smart protecting their business that was a threat but uh i definitely remember podcasting was like something i had been dying to get into the second that whole thing happened with sirius i told you this off air i was i i because i saw like there was a video that you posted i don't even know how i saw this it might have been um through stassi's podcast i don't know there was a video you posted about how upset you were and disappointed and i literally thought in my head i was like oh and i told you this earlier this bitch is gonna fly because i knew that the step was for you to get your own podcast where you could say whatever the fuck you wanted do it whenever if you want to do it at night like whatever you want to do yep and it's it's so it was cool to watch it's so awesome that you're doing this now thank you no uh, uh, but you all you had to go through that shit with with the 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 Voldemort. what do we call him (laughs) He who should not be named. He who shall not be the named. Dementor. <laughs> Suck your soul. <laughs> Literally. But no, it is so true. And for anyone listening, you know, like, because I've had friends since I've been through getting fired, get fired, and like, you know, that is, it is scary as shit. But yeah. like, you always come out better on the other side of it. Yes. All ways. Yes. Yes. And and look at you now. I mean, you're going to be able to do whatever you want, however you want it. And if well, that's girl. like your own Howard Stern situation. Well, girl. Yeah. I mean, that's great. I can't wait for the adoption papers to go through. Yeah, to I'm so God. excited. My, I my love God. my mom and dad so much. <laughs> They're so uplifting <laughs> and inspiring. God, you got me, Michael, that too. <laughs> so funny. Um, I could talk to you for a million years, but we're running out of time. Well, you're going to come on our podcast when you're in West Hollywood next I week. I literally will take a flight out next week. Anytime <laughs> you want to come. Guess. You're invited whenever you want. I am in and in and in. I'm always looking for reasons to go to LA. And you can so keep now have coming one. back on. Like, I feel please, like you're like. Bless, please. Well, even we should do a round table sometimes with Jackie. <gasps> oh my God, please. Yeah. I would love that. Yeah. And also like what you guys, I, I mean, I know it's, it's what Michael's doing, but what you guys are doing with Dear Media, I just think it's so important. And I mean, not only are you guys making important waves for female programming in your own like podcast itself but you build out a fucking network to support it that's giving Thank back you. it Thank really you. is michael will listen to this interview because it's about him <laughs> <laughs> i'll tell him that he was mentioned yeah that's why i'm doing it michael michael <laughs> anyway i just simply adore you and i feel like this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship yeah we're gonna get a cocktail and maybe we can have like a heather mcmahon moment fuck yes let's go to soho house and meet some douchebags and make fun of them girl i'm into it thank okay. you for having me on you guys thank you so much for joining and of course you guys check out uh all the Skinny Confidential, everything under the umbrella. Uh, the Skinny Confidential, him and her podcast. Check out Dear Media. They have tons of phenomenal shows. Also, follow Miss Thang at Skinny Confidential on Instagram. And I guess, and everywhere, I mean, everything is on theskinnyconfidential.com, right? Yep. So it's, it's all at the Skinny YouTube, Confidential. Everything. 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 Yep. More Easy. girl. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. And you guys, uh, we'll be back next week with another interview. Although, I don't know if we can top that one. That was pretty much epic. That was goals. That was everything. Uh, you guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Make sure to, you know what, Lauren? Tell them what to do. Tell them what to do to help my podcast chart and to spread the word around. You know. Okay, here's what you do. So, everyone should rate and review because you're on I. You know you're not on iTunes. You're on 
what do you uh, tell me what you're on so I, I don't help. know <laughs> my manager I'll text him I believe we're through I know we're in the purple app oh my god this that's is- podcast that's podcast okay. so you guys want to rate and review and subscribe to her podcast especially if this podcast has brought you any kind of value because yes. I mean that was an hour of value yes. I think a, a review support uplift so Taylor can have her own video podcast Howard Stern situation. Thanks, Queen. <laughs> and you guys, we'll be back next week. Have a good one. Bye, girl. Bye. Did you enjoy this taste of me? Want more? Then go to taylorstrecker.com and sign up for my daily talk radio show, The Taylor Strecker Show. And listen live or on demand.